so I've done 10 marathons and uh, haven't had a good one yet, really, but um, but I keep coming back. Diz Runs Radio, episode 1158, starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode, no sponsor today, not even plugging any of my goods just want to uh, take a minute and thank those of you, all of you, A, for listening. If you're listening, if you hear this, thank you. Appreciate you giving the show a chance. Maybe you, maybe this is your first episode. Maybe you've been around for uh, most of most of the last 1,100 plus, uh, but appreciate you know you just giving me space in your podcast app, uh, part of your routine, letting me yammer on into your ears once in a while. I appreciate that. Uh, the call to action for today, if you will, is if you know if you enjoyed today's episode or anytime you you know there's an episode that you enjoy. Uh, if you hit that share button or help spread the word, that's that's always very much appreciated. And, and quite honestly, that's maybe the the biggest thing you can do to support the growth of you know this pseudo empire that we've got going on here. Like obviously, you know, Patreon or, or hire me as a coach, things like that helps keep the lights on. Um, but getting more more folks, you know, just aware of what's going on and and you know tuning into the podcast, taking us with them uh, on their runs or their workouts or whatever it is they're doing. Um, that's massive. So, you know, if you've spread the word in the past, you know, share to share to tweets, you know, hit, hit the share button on, on, uh, you know, the podcast app, whatever, uh, I appreciate it. And if you, you know, want to do that at some point in the future, I'd appreciate that as well. But, uh, most importantly, thank you for listening and, uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Right. So, uh, let's, uh, let's get to it. Hey y'all. Uh, today's guest is someone that I've been, you know, sharing random comments and short conversations with on on Twitter, on Twitter mostly, but on various social medias. I think for uh, for a while we were kind of chatting before we got started. That not entirely sure how long we've been, you know, jibber jabbering a little bit here and there. Um, but one way or the other, needless to say, that today's chat is uh, long overdue and looking forward to taking it beyond, uh, you know, a few words or a, a GIF or something like that. Uh, anyway, as is often the case when it's somebody that I've been I've kind of known for a while on social media. Um, I'm not entirely sure where this conversation is going to go, but uh, I am pretty sure, uh, both from our conversations on social media and from our little get, you know, our little chit chat before we got started, that uh, it's going to be a good time. So you know, we'll see where we end up, but we won't get to the end until we get to the beginning. So let's get the party started and welcome Mr. Randy Burnshine to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Randy. Really appreciate it. Hey, Danny, it's good to be here. I'm really excited about it as well. I think uh, we have exchanged witty banter uh, over the course of years. Uh, sometimes, like you said, not even in words. So I'm looking forward to finding out what we can get to uh, in a chat here. So uh, looking forward to, to talking and glad to be here. Excellent. Well, thanks for, for making the time today. And y'all, if you enjoyed today's conversation and you would like to in, engage in some witty banter with the man himself, uh, I guess wit, witty is in the eye of the beholder, but I'll, I'll second witty. It's been witty. Um, Instagram and Twitter, the handle is, is the same both places at run, eat, Ralph, all one word, all jumbled together, run, eat, Ralph. Um, and if, if, if he ever starts posting on his blog again, which it's not like it's been like that long, it's just, it's been, uh, it's been a few months. Uh, but if you want to check out his website as well, it's run, eat, And, uh, as per usual, I'll have everything linked up in the show notes for today. Uh, social media handles, websites, anything else we talk about. I, I got a feeling we'll, we'll talk about a couple of races and who knows what else today. Everything will be linked up in the show notes as per usual. Disruns.com slash 1158. We'll get you there today. Disruns.com slash one, one. Five eight. So, Randy, the way we always start off each episode of the show is with a, a pretty simple and straightforward question. Sometimes it's an easy one to answer. Sometimes uh, it's not because there's a lot of good options out there, and runners are sometimes, you know, afraid to to stick their their flag in the ground and, and pick a side. Uh, but one way or the other, it starts the conversation. It's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Oh well, that that is an easy one because, uh, well. Anything faster than a 10K hurts too much, and uh, <laughs> anything f longer than a half hurts too long. So I go with the half marathon every time. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Why? Well, I guess you kind of said why, but it, it, you know, is, there, is there more to it than just, you know, it hurts for just the right amount of time, the right amount of hurt for the right amount of time? Yeah. I, okay. So, uh, you know, I do love the – it takes kind of the 
facets of the different distances and kind of combines them into a, like a happy medium. So you get the feeling of ramping up, you know, as far as training up in distance, getting those long runs kind of uh, to a certain point. Um, but then also, you know, there is some high intensity work involved in it um, in, in prepping. And then the day of, you know, it's, uh, you know, I run for if things go really well, I'm running for about 90 minutes. You kind of get that sense of accomplishment from the, a long run, but also uh, you live to celebrate that very day. You know, I've, I've had marathons where I don't really feel much like celebrating. <laughs> so a half, I feel like I'm pretty much good to go. You know, give me some water, give me some food, and, you know, I'm ready to have a beer and, and celebrate the, the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is – that that is the downfall of the the longer, especially like if you're racing hard for like a marathon. Is it's just like you finish and it's awesome, but like you know feeling wrecked is not out of the equation. Versus you know you might feel wrecked after a half, but that that has a way of subsiding shortly shortly thereafter usually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I might feel a little rough and need just a little time, but the last time uh, my last marathon I ran, I was in Oak Island, North Carolina. I literally couldn't get to my car you know that was a that's bad news so uh, that's not a way i want to spend my day no 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 not at all not at all uh maybe maybe we'll get into that a little bit more i don't know we'll see as always don't know exactly where we're going to go but um where'd you get started in the sport randy is it something that uh you know you've been running for for most of your life just the last handful of years like like what's uh what's your running origin story uh well i'm i'm one of those late in life runners so uh you know when i was young i was fairly lazy, didn't really like suffering all that much. Uh, so the combine those two things and running didn't seem all that appealing. And, uh, so I was in the Navy and of course then, uh, you know, they, they get you ramped up in boot camp and there's some running involved there. And then you get out of that and then it's like, well, just maybe, you know, pass the fitness test. You got to run twice a year, a mile and a half. As long as you can do that, you're all set. So that's about what I did, but, um, started kind of, getting just a little bit involved in a couple of miles here and there for my cardio, as they call it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, eventually kind of found it to be a little more appealing, the, the caloric deficits that you can build up. Uh, cause I do like eating and I do like drinking and well, what do you know? I need to eat and drink more now because I'm running these miles. And so, uh, got a taste of it from that. And then, you know, went to a race and, came so, oh, so close to like an age group award and got a taste of the competitive nature of it. And um, kind of from there, I was a little bit hooked and decided to start trying other distances and, you know, pushing for PRs and all those things that, uh, you know, people who like that sense of accomplishment uh, go for. Gotcha. Gotcha. What was what was the uh, the distance of that first race where you were knocking on the door of the, the age group situation? Uh, it was a 5K. Okay. Okay. And you've, you've learned that the 5K, you know, not all it's cracked up to be because, like you said earlier, just, just too hard. Just hammering from the get-go is not, uh, not ideal. Yeah, it's, it's really, like, it's so nice to be able to warm up into a race to some extent. Like, you feel like it, even, in, like, in a half marathon, you know, you have time on your, on your side. But with a 5K, it's like, you know, it, it feels like forever when you're in it, but it's over in a blink. Um, and, you know, it's really, you got to get going right away if you really want to um, – if you really want to do well, at least I feel that way. I know people have different strategies, but for me, I've got to get going right out of the gate. That's just kind of how I am. No, I mean, that's, that's, you know, anytime, and, and you can, you can scale it out to any distance, but, but the intensity level differs because anytime that you're racing, you know, racing yourself for a PR or, or a time goal or whatever, like, you know, if you're too conservative out of the, out of the gate, then you have too much to try to make up at the end. And of course, if you go too hard, then, then it's a struggle. Um, but when you only have, you know, quote unquote, only have 3.1 miles, um, you know, you kind of got to get it right from the get go, uh, or, or, you know, you don't have, you don't even have a half a mile. Cause if you got to try to make up a, you know, a half, you know, uh, 20 seconds from that half a mile that you started easy, uh, with just tw- you know, two and a half miles to go, like, whew, that's, you're asking a lot in that scenario. So yeah, like the yeah. 5k is tough. You know, and again, no matter how, how fast, you know, you're running 15 minutes, you're running 40 minutes, but if you're, if you're pushing and trying to get your fastest time, um, you know, you kind of got to be on it from the get go. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. And that's one of the things I love about running kind of, yeah, we talked about whether it's 15 or 40 minutes, you know, we all share that in common. And I, I love that about running, you know, whether, whether you're up with the elites or you're in the backpack, you know, you're still, uh, we all have goals and we all have to push ourselves and the pace, you know, is different, but the, the struggle's the same, you know, and I, I do like that about running a lot. It's a big, big part of why I love running in the community. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, you mentioned in, in kind of that getting started that you were, uh, I think, I think if, if, if I'm getting your words correctly and if I'm not, you know, reach through the, the screen and correct me, but you're kind of lazy and didn't like to suffer as, as, as a younger, younger guy. And, and that would, you know, led to not running as much then. But then you also said you kind of got a, a taste of the competitiveness of, of running. And that maybe was part of what, what helped reel you in. Um, where, where does, where does that, you know, competitive itch come from? If, if, as I'm hearing you, or as I'm, I'm putting things together in my own head, maybe you weren't super athlete athlete as a kid or maybe you were you just didn't like running i don't know like where, where did the competitiveness come from um i think that you know i'm a i'm definitely been a team sport guy okay. uh from way back but uh you know running is really although you know you can run cross country and you can have that team aspect it's such an individual struggle and such a uh, an internal sport to some extent um and i think that you know maybe if i'd have had someone who kind of explain the appeal to some extent, maybe back then that I might've been drawn to it. But, you know, from what I saw and from what I understood, uh, it just didn't seem like the, the one for me. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I'm right there. I, I remember sitting in, in the high school cafeteria and a couple of buddies were like, dude, you should, you should like, let's go out for track. Like let's all of us go out for track this year. And me just laughing at him. Like you're ridiculous. Like, you know, if you, you throw a ball out there and we can, we can go out for that team, but like just the, the, the sport where we're just going to go out and run in a circle, like no way. Right. I mean, look, we can look at our typical race photos, right? And it's like, are you having fun there? You like, you really don't look like you're having fun, you know, whereas, you know, the other sports, they kind of, I get, I think you can do those sports and have a little bit more of a smile on your face. Whereas, you know, we look like we're about to lose our lunch and cry uh, half the time. Yeah. Yeah. So your, your first, you know, the first race, or at least the race where you kind of started to click things a little bit, was, was a 5k. And, and as we, we kind of discussed a couple of times that, you know, 5k, maybe not, not your favorite distance these days, which is, which is okay. You're in company, whether it's good company or bad company, I'm right there with you. I'm not a, <laughs> not a big 5k guy. Um, but what, you know, when you started to climb the ladder a little bit, like how did, how did the progression go? Was it something that, um, was pretty smooth and you kind of like running longer and enjoying it? Or was it a little bit of a, of a rocky climb for you? You know, I, I had a friend that had run marathons kind of explain it in the simplest terms. You know, she made it sound so easy and, uh, you know, and, you know, you just, just keep adding miles, you know, you just, this week you try this and then you just add a little more and just keep doing that till you get all the way up. Right. And I was like, well, that sounds so simple. Let's do that. And then I, you know, I went and searched for training plans and, um, uh, Hal Higdon, uh, you know, I think he's probably one of the most popular, um, you know, Google a training plan and find one, uh, sources. And, um, I found his beginner training plan and, uh, he laid it all out there pretty simply. And, and, um, it was really just as simple as, yeah, just keep building that, building that foundation and, and adding to the, the bricks pretty much. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Although it does, it does look a lot easier on the, on the paper or on the, uh, the spreadsheet, you know, Oh yeah, just, you know, just, just X number of miles. And then you get out there and, uh, uh, X, X can be a, a big number. Uh, it, it, even if it's not a big number, it can feel like a pretty big number at times. It sure can. And then, and then you learn some of the little things that, that, you know, we, you don't talk about, uh, and you find out for yourself, like, uh, you know, uh, planning for hydration and nutrition and mm -hmm. chafing and, you know, all the things that weren't a factor in all of your shorter runs. And now suddenly, uh, they're very much a factor and you've got to consider those. Yeah, yeah. The longer the longer you go, the more the, that little burr in the saddle starts to become a, a an issue, or the the chafe of the thighs, or the underarms, or wherever wherever you're rubbing. Um, yeah, that's 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 no fun at all. No, no, it is not. And, and the shower afterwards is very much no fun because that's when, at least for me, like I usually won't think I did, did anything any any issues, and then you get in the shower, and that's that's what gets my attention. Yeah, then you know you know where all the problems are. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. <laughs> um. So, so you mentioned that, uh, you know, there was, there was a marathon there that, that didn't go, uh, you know, that, that struggled to get back to the car afterwards. Um, was that only marathon? Have you done other marathons? Like what's, you know, how, how far up have you climbed on the ladder? Uh, so I've done 10 marathons and, uh, 
haven't had a good one yet, really. But um, well, just keep trying, man. But you know, I keep coming back. Things. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's a love hate for sure. Um, you know, I think genetically, maybe I, um, I'm not. Maybe I'm not built for it. But because uh, I can't quite. You know, I know there's a wall and everybody hits it at some point, but I've had some where the wheels really have just fallen off and I've tried, you know, as far as plenty of nutrition and plenty of hydration and plenty of this and that and, and still, you know, I'll, I'll have my struggles. But uh, I've run one ultra marathon just because I have a lot of uh, trail running buddies around here that pretty much wouldn't leave me alone until I got one in. So uh, I did one ultra and that was it, one and done. Um and I'm signed up for California International this year. Oh, uh, so that's going to be the one. Hopefully that's the BQ. I, I fell two minutes short the last attempt. So two minutes, uh, it's not much, but it's, you two know. Minutes it's, isn't, two minutes isn't that much until you, you do the math of, like, that's that's as hard as you could, uh, you know. I mean, that was, that was running as hard as you could go probably on that day. And now you got to knock off another, you know, there, you know, it might only be a few seconds per mile, but over the course of, you know, three hours and five minutes, three hours and 10 minutes, whatever it is, like that's, that's a couple of big seconds per mile. Yeah, you're exactly right. It doesn't sound like much, but then, yeah, when it comes time to try to shave that off, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ultra 50 K. Uh, it was a 50 K plus. Well, I mean, that's, that's what, what they, all ultras are. Yeah, is, right. Yeah. Ish, oh, know? okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> See, obviously I don't do a lot of ultras, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a friendly one as far as being pretty runnable. You know, it was a trail race, but um, it wasn't one of those where you're climbing a summit or um, uh, it wasn't a whole lot of technical stuff. It was pretty friendly towards a road runner like myself, but uh, I survived it. I didn't train all that well, and it was timing with uh, my wife had just had our third kid, so I wasn't able to devote a whole lot to it. It was kind of just a let's get this one done kind of kind of thing yeah that's that's a tough i mean we we only only have one um but i remember you know like that that first year year and a half it was you know i still ran regularly but it was it was not anything to to write home about and certainly not train up for you know the first first time running the longest type of distance you know first first 50k no 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 no. that wasn't that wasn't part of the agenda there so what i what i'm hearing and uh you know you may not be hearing this yet but you you know you never say never uh, I'm hearing you need to do another 50k, but have a little bit better lead up to it, and maybe it'll you know be a little bit better experience. Yeah, I would. I mean, I I can't say that there's not a big <laughs> part of me that wants some redemption for sure. Um, and I think you know I'll probably be aloof with my trail running buddies until they they have to beg me to do it. I have to feel wanted. So um, you know if they say, "Come on, Randy, do this one," and I'll pick one and mm-hmm. say, "All right, yeah. I'll do it." Yeah. Well, that's. You know, that's that's the running that's the running, you know, nothing better than the running buddies and the peer pressure. And you just, you know, like we we all do the stupid distances because somebody's like, oh, yeah, why don't you know, come on, let's do it. We'll do it together. Misery loves company or something like that. I was just going to say that. Yep, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As as a as a, you know, if if I'm, you know, putting the 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 thoughts together here, the pieces of the puzzle together in in the right order, as a guy who's, you know, mostly a a road runner and done some, you know, a a fair number of road races of various distances and and, obviously 10 marathons, not a, not a stranger to getting out there and getting after it. Um, How different did you find, I'm assuming that the trail race and the the 50 K trail type of situation, uh, even if it was relatively road runner friendly, was still your, your stereotypical trail ultra scenario with aid stations and, and, um, you know, just just a, a a really different vibe from the road, which is sometimes hard to to communicate the difference. But I'm curious if you can, what was what was your your perception going into the trail race, and then and then kind of how did it live up to um, what you've been used to in terms of road races of you know marathon-ish type of distance? That that is such a great question. Um, I'd say the the as far as the the mentality of it, it's vastly different because, you know, in a road race, even though you have races that are, you know, flat or hilly or, you know, the variation in the course, like we all kind of know our pace and, and you can feel it even. Yeah, I can guess a pace pretty well and you dial into that. But I feel like in trail races, I have to just kind of throw that part of my brain aside. Um, I'm not a pacer when it comes to trails. So I kind of run more by feel than by, by pacing. Um, and that's a big difference. Uh, and also I do love aid stations in trail races because they're, they're straight up like all you can eat buffets, you know, they're not, they're not messing around with, 
uh, goos and jelly beans and, and all these little quick sources of carbs. They've got like pierogies and soup <laughs> and all kinds of stuff where I'm like, this, this I could get used to, you know, as far as that goes. Um, yeah, I was going to say for a guy who, who, you know, likes to eat, I feel like trail running, like, like that should be your, your bread and butter right there. Absolutely. And, and I have a pretty good gut. So, I mean, as far as handling it, I can, I can put that stuff in and keep on going. So I got to take advantage of that. Yeah. Well, you do this again a few years from now, it's going to be 50 miles is going to be your favorite, favorite distance to race because it's just like, I'm out there out on the trail for eight, nine, 10 hours, just going from one, one buffet to the next. Like that's what trail running or ultra running kind of is. Yeah, you're exactly right. And and I'm so impressed by the, the, mental fortitude of ultra runners like i've seen some that like i know they're having a bad race and they still have you know they're halfway there and they just grind it out like i don't know i don't know how they summon that you know i'd like to take that and bottle it up and be able to use it like a goo you know in the middle of a race what they've got yeah yeah some some of those the the men and women out there are just just it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you, you can make the argument that it's it's the same way on, on any any surface, any distance, whatever. Um, but I don't know. There's there's just a different in my mind, at least. There's a different level, uh, a different place you have to get to mentally to grind for three or four hours versus to grind for 15 hours or tw- 24 hours or whatever you know, however long it takes for whatever distance you're doing. Um, and you start getting into you know the sunrise and the sunset and the sunrising again. Like that's that's. That's a challenge I haven't gotten to yet. I have no desire to get there just yet, but I also I'm not going to say never because that's I know I know that's exactly when it's going to happen. Yes, yes, I fully agree with you on that. Um, so you, you, again, something that's kind of come up a couple times, and maybe even kind of how we originally got connected with the with the community, whether it's the online running community, the the you know in person running community. But you said somewhere in there, uh, you know, a few questions ago. Um, that the community is a big piece of, of what you enjoy about running. Um, is that, is, is, am I, am I correct in that assumption? And and if so, like, like what is, what is kind of your, your connection to the running community? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, as far as there's the local community here at Lynchburg, Virginia has just an absolutely fantastic, uh, community of runners and race directors and the running store. And it's all, uh, pretty tight knit and, um, there are lots of opportunities to connect to people that way. And then, um, you know, through social, it's been amazing how many people that I've met and I feel like I know them to some extent, you know, even though a lot of them I've never spoken with. And, um, you know, we share our struggles and our triumphs and, you know, and sometimes our non-runner friends, they don't understand, uh, how excited I am about my, uh, you know, age group coffee mug that I bring to work and make them look at, you know, but you could take that thing to social media and everybody's like, they get it, you know, they get it. So, uh, that kind of stuff is just great. It's great to have people like that um, available to, to share those things with. And then, of course, we share sometimes um, not only the, the fun stuff, but, you know, the, the informative stuff. Um, you know, we can talk gear and shoes and technique and training and all those things. So it's just a fantastic uh, connection to have and a lot of great people. Yeah, for sure. Have you had many opportunities, any opportunities to, um, you know, to, to, to cross the divide, if you will, to bring some of the, the friendships that you've made online into, into real life at, you know, meet up at a race or something like that for somebody that, you know, that, that first started out on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Uh, yeah, actually through my blog originally, there was this whole group of people that used to blog, uh, way back when on, um, runner's world, there was a blog mm-hmm. community called the loop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they kind of were, they were like family, those people. So I came in kind of late to it, but they had been getting together for years and years. And they always, uh, they always raced Rehoboth Beach Marathon. Mm. So um, I was fortunate enough uh, a couple of times to get in on that. And we, you know, we all stayed in one big house together and um, nobody celebrates like those people. So uh, it was, yeah, it was a blast. So occasionally I have been able to connect um, yeah, the social world with reality and it's, it's been a ton of fun and never disappointing ever. When, when you were able to get together with them, here's, here's a little bit of a maybe drawn out question, but, uh, I, I'm curious your experience. Um, did you have people in your, you know, whether it's, it's family, close friends, people at work, whatever, that find out that you're going to get together with a bunch of people that you, you know, strangers, a bunch of strangers from the internet, 
um, that were like, dude, what are you doing? Like, how do we know? Like, can you trust these people? Cause I had that happen, you know, a couple of times when I'd get together at a race and meet up with people on, on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Somebody picked me up at the airport one time. I'd never met them in person, but like, Hey, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there already. You know, if you need a ride, let me know. Um, and I thought nothing of it. Like, yeah, no factor. Like, let's do this. Um, and my wife was like, seriously, like you, you trust this person? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, this was, you know, 10 years ago. So it was when the internet was still new, but, um, I just curious if, if there was any pushback from people of like, what do you mean you're meeting up with all these people from a message board? Oh man, you're exactly right. And in fact, my wife, uh, probably said very similar things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it is funny too, because yeah, I did, I did have this certain degree of comfort with the, with the whole situation and, and I'm not the type in my other facets of life to have that level of comfort, but for whatever reason, yeah, it just seemed, um, just seemed natural. Never really gave it a whole heck of a lot of thought. Yeah. And see, now my, my wife is a little bit more engaged in the, the running community, uh, online. Um, probably because of the podcast and some of that, that side of, side of things. Um, but now she doesn't even like quite like, it's like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Like whatever. Have fun. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was very much a, a, how do we know this person isn't a serial killer? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I've talked to her on Twitter a few times, so I feel like we're probably good to go. Um, but you know, running community, it's, it's, it's a good place to be. Yeah. I just show, you know, look at, look at this person's gift selection. They, they gotta be cool. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, I, that's all I need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I feel like a race that I've I've uh, seen you post about a couple times, and and maybe it's a little bit of recency bias because it's only about a month ago that uh, there was I believe a, a giant deluge through Roanoke, Virginia, um, but uh, that, that coincided with race day. Maybe that's why it bubbled up a bunch of times. But I also saw I think that you ran you've run Blue Ridge Marathon or Blue Ridge Half Marathon a handful of times. Is that accurate? Semi accurate? Yeah, that's that's correct. So I did I did the full the first time. And then uh, switched to the half, obviously, because the full is crazy. And uh, then I ran the half the last time, although the, the due to weather, the race was canceled, but uh, we made the most of it. And cool part was I, I pulled a friend into doing it and it was uh, it was the first time he'd done it. And of course, the first time he does it, it gets canceled and the beer taps are all cut off and there's no post race celebration or anything. But despite all that, you know, he said uh, he's ready to sign up for next year already. So um, it's a great race. I love that one. And it's kind of the most local, um, marathon distance race that we have here. Um, and, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. I love that race. Yeah. I, I ran it back in, um, I guess it was 2014. So it's, it's been, which was, which was one of the first races that I flew into where I had somebody pick me up and that was, you know, kind of, I guess maybe a little bit of a backwards way of leading into that question, but, um, it, it was, it was, awesome an awesome experience a, a, a really fun race and i had great weather thankfully the, the year that i ran it but uh what what do you enjoy the most about that race and why is it something that's kind of on your list of races to run every chance you get uh well one is uh well i can just show up the morning of that always <laughs> is a plus yep. uh two it's nice because i don't have to i don't put a lot of pressure on myself i'm, I'm very uh pace focused all the time. You know, I've got to beat my old time and I've got to do this. I've got to do that. But for some reason that one, I'm just like the most laid back runner there is at that race. I guess it's because it's so darn hilly and so kind of miserable that you just, you kind of just put that aside and just take it in. Um, and so I think for me, it's, it's relief that way. And then the, uh, the community is great as far as the, the race director and the race support and, um, the people kind of all show up collectively knowing that, well, you know, this is one of those races we're all going to suffer. And, uh, I think that kind of brings people closer. And so, uh, there's just a ton to like about it. It really is. Is there still, um, a good deal of ad hoc community aid stations that pop up? Because that's one of the things that stands out to me is one of the neighborhoods had like, had a couple of kegs and had mimosas and had the grill going at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning or whatever on, on race day. And, um, you know, it's just like, and they're just, here you go. You want it, you want to, you want a shot of this, you want a bite of that. Like, is that still a, a pretty regular thing there? It is. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, the neighborhoods are so great. Like they're, the people come out and they're, you know, they're all out there, even in the, the worst of weather, they're out there, you know, spectating and giving you all they've got. And, uh, yeah, you can grab a mimosa, uh, or you can grab an IPA, which is what I grabbed <laughs> last time around. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're there for you unofficially, of course, but, uh, but they're out there. You can count on them. I feel like I got towards the end of that race and like, 
I, I, like you said earlier, I have pretty good. Uh, I have a pretty good stomach in terms of iron gut and being able to take in just about you know most things at least. Um, but I remember there were just so many kids that were like handing out jelly beans and and various things and like. I mean, I guess I didn't have to take one, but it was like, you know, these kids are out here. Like, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a gummy worm from this one and a, you know, Oreo from that one. And, uh, not that, not that I got into any real trouble, but there were a couple of times I was like, Ooh, like buddy, I, I appreciate you being out here, but I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I can handle another, uh, you know, whatever random thing right now. But that's how to me, again, maybe that's why it stands out is just like, just, you know, I just I didn't even realize when I went through a proper aid station, cause there were so many just, you know, people in the neighborhood set up with tables and ready to go, whatever you needed. So the hose just spraying it. Cause like I said, when I ran, it was beautiful weather. It was, it was hot. They had the sprinklers out. Like it was, it was just, I mean, maybe the most party atmosphere of a race that I've ever really done in terms of just random people set up. And it was awesome. Yeah. I, I, that's the part I love for sure. It's uh you feel like you're well taken care of out there. Yeah. Except for, except for the, the one, the one guy that, uh, that said something along the lines of, you know, it's all downhill from here when I was at like mile 14. And I was like, all right, sweet. Like, thankfully all downhill from here. And it was not in fact, all downhill from there. It was, it was equal parts uphill and downhill. And I was living in Florida at the time. So, um, not a whole lot of hill training was done ahead of that race. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. But... <laughs> it is unfortunate. But to your point earlier, it is, you know, I went into that race with no ex, like we are not going to PR. Like that's not, it's not, you know, like we're not even, not even going to pretend, not even going to try. Um, so it, it helps take the pressure off that way. If you are a, a pace focused type of person that you can just, you know, pick a, pick a real hilly race. And you know, that, that takes the pressure off. You can just go out and run and have a good time and stop for, you know, a random drink or whatever. And, and no worries because you know, it's not going to be a, a banner day anyway. Yeah, exactly. And and one other thing I'll throw in about Blue Ridge is the the awards are fantastic. Like I got a, an age group award from there and uh humble brag. And uh <laughs> but it's it's a railroad spike with like uh some arms and legs welded onto it and it's uh it's fantastic. You know, I really like the kind of unique awards that you can get here and there and that one is definitely unique and and really cool. Yeah, and and um not to not to dig on any any other awards, but you know it's, it's that's 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 a whole lot cooler to display than like the random generic you know cheap plastic gold ish trophy that's like second second over or second age group division you know whatever like like yeah you're gonna display the the random spike with welded arms like for sure. Oh yeah, those are at work, and uh, of course you know anytime anyone puts their eyes anywhere even around it, I'll be like, oh, were you just checking out my railroad <laughs> spike awards? <laughs> oh goodness. Um, other, other, uh, races that you've run that you just, uh, you know, can't, can't help but talking about, or, or is, is Blue Ridge kind of that one for you? Uh, well, uh, as I think I already gave Rehoboth a little bit of a shout out for its, uh, as far as a party atmosphere, um, the Krispy Kreme challenge, Ooh. I'd put that one out there. Um, uh, that one's in Raleigh at, at the, uh, NC state campus. And it's, uh, the challenge is two and a half miles of the Krispy Kreme store eat a dozen donuts and run back and do it in under an hour. So that one is just a blast. Um, you have, a, it's like the, as far as the excitement, like before the race, you have all these people who are just so happy to be there. Like, uh, the atmosphere is just so positive and just so much fun. And you'll see people in wacky costumes, all kinds of crazy people. And they're just all, all there to run and chow down. And it's a blast. How many, how many people are, are taking part in this Krispy Kreme challenge race? Um, it's, it's probably in the, I don't know, I would guess in the one to 2000 people. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. Um, so a lot of donuts, 12, a lot of donuts. Yeah. What's, um, what's your strategy for like, is it, is it hammer the first two and a half miles? Is it, is it cruise? Like, like what, what works for you in terms of doing it in an hour, but also, you know, housing a dozen, you know, sugary grease bombs, uh, which sounds delicious, by the way. I'm not, I'm not trying to make that into a bad thing, um, but, but, you know, getting those down and then keeping them down on the two and a half miles back. Uh, yeah. So generally I run the, I run there pretty easy. Uh, I, you know, I'm not definitely easy for like a race pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get there and the first six donuts are fantastic. <laughs> um, then, you know, seven through nine eh, and then 10 to 12. So I eat them three at a time. You take, mm. you take three and you smash them down in your hands. Um, 
and then you know you're eating three as one, so that makes it a little easier. Um, but after that, my goal is just to ride the sugar rush kicks in first. <laughs> so you ride the sugar rush, you run those last miles hard, and then the crash comes hopefully when you're finished. Hopefully when you're finished. Yes, yes. How many uh, – is is there a decent percentage of people that finish under an hour? Is and, and of those that do, is there a decent percentage that keep everything inside or is there some uh, – some, some, upchucking that happens at, at the finish line area. There's a lot of uh, what looks like pancake batter kind of <laughs> scattered all over the place. But, but, you know, it's funny because the people that run it, they take it pretty seriously. And I used to joke that, well, you can't – it's a race that you can't train for because if you train too hard on the donuts, you can't run the miles. And if you train too hard on the miles, you can't eat the donuts. But um, I had a friend that ran it with me, and I kid you not, he literally – trained for the race like he bought his own dozen donuts and he ran to the park and he and he did it on his own like by himself so all these people just saw this random insane person in the park eating a dozen donuts and he, then he threw up of course the the first time he tried it so they see this random guy puking up donuts in the park all by himself so um training for it isn't really all that much of an option <laughs> No, that's that's one I feel like you kind of you kind of have to have a loose strategy going in, but yeah, you got to you got to be fine by the seat of your pants because you 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 try to train for that too often and then now you just a it, it takes the the novelty out of it. Um but B, like come on man, just just have some fun and roll with it. Yes, yes, exactly. You uh you sound like the kind of guy um and for, forgive me if I'm coloring outside the lines here, but you sound like the kind of guy who could be down for a beer mile challenge as well. Have you ever done one of those? Uh, your assumption is correct that I am that kind of guy. Uh, but you know, it's funny. I have not, I have not taken it on yet and it's, I've talked about it many times. Um, but the opportunity just hasn't really come around for me to give it a shot. And plus I can't even decide what beer I would use. Well, you gotta, you gotta um, go with something that's like mostly just like practically water. Like it's gotta be one of those lights. That's just like, you know, was, it was a high class college beer, but now it's just like, oh yeah, if I wanted, if I wanted water, I'd just get water out of the tap instead of out of the can. But uh, right. I feel, I feel like that's gotta be the, the option, but I, I am, I, I have uh, long resisted and will probably continue to because I just, I just can't chug a lug like that. Like I never really could. And like, I would be that guy that's like runs my, my lap and then like takes seven minutes to drink his, drinks his beer and then runs my next lap. It'd take me an hour just to do uh, to do with a mile because I could wouldn't be able to drink fast enough I think. Yeah, we share that because I'm not a big chugger. I could probably put it in a funnel, uh, <laughs> do it do it that way. But uh, I'm not a big like I'm not one of those cool guys that can uh, cut a hole in the can and shotgun it all oh, that yeah. easily. Or, yeah, that's not me. But I'll probably go with hams. I'm a big fan of uh, as far as my cheap beer, I'd go with that. Um, but yeah, I can't chug it fast. Yeah. yeah well. It, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see when the opportunity does present, you know, how it how it goes for you, because uh, like I said, I think I think I nailed I, I think I got you pegged and I think you would confirmed that you would you would do it if the opportunity presented. So we'll we'll have to stay stay in touch and see how that finally shakes out at some point down the road. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll be in it together and everyone can watch us uh, slowly chug nope, our beers. I'll, I'll be on the side. I'll be the I'll be the uh, official. I'll be the pacer. Yeah, I'll, I'll participate some other way. Um I don't know. I'm not going to say never because, I, like I said earlier, never say never is it gets you in trouble. But uh, no, no real uh, desire to be that guy. Got it. Not getting the formal commitment from not you today. Not getting the formal commitment from me. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, as as uh, you know, not not that we're quite wrapping up yet, but we're you know starting to pull into the the home stretch here. Um, and maybe this is a question that goes nowhere. In which case, whatever, we'll come up with something else. Um, but but the social media ha- handle has Ralph in it. The website has Ralph in it. Near as I can tell, your your name is Randy, not Ralph. Um, what's what's Ralph all about? With if if that's a topic worth discussing. Uh, sure. Yeah, it is. And actually, for the longest time, people would just call me Ralph, and I would just go with it. But uh, actually, my middle name is Ralph. So okay. uh, yeah, it made sense, you know. And I do run, and I do eat, and I end up feeling like I'm gonna Ralph on occasion, and. Uh, uh. All so right. it's a double, kind of a double meaning, I suppose. Gotcha. Well, and that ties in with the beer mile. That ties in with the with the the Krispy Kreme challenge. So all right, all right, uh, that makes sense. That does make sense. All right, thank you for for explaining that. Yeah, and my son constantly will remind me. My seven year old, he'll make sure to tell me your name means throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, that's. I mean, what are what are kids for if not to keep us humble? 
It's their brutal honesty. It, yeah, it they, really truly is. It really truly is. So um, you got you got California International Marathon coming up later this year. Uh, going for that that elusive BQ is that is that something that um, has been on your list or your your you know has that been a goal of yours for a while? Is is, is punching that ticket for Boston? Yeah, it really has. Ever probably ever since uh, I got the first marathon out of my system where I didn't think about it, and then of course Blue Ridge, I didn't think about yeah. it. But other than that, it's been on my mind probably ever since. Uh, yeah, ever since I ran that distance. So uh, it's important to me, and it's you know I'm not one of those. It's like oh, you're not serious until you finally get that, you know. But it is important to me, and I do want to get that experience. What what um. I'm similar. It's it's and I don't I, can't, I don't know that I can really put into to words why. So if you can't put into words why, that's fine. But I'm still going to ask the question of of why. If, if you're if and I'm again I'm right there with you in terms of it's not like I'm like oh I'm not a or quote unquote real runner until I qualified for Boston, which I've heard people say before. Obviously, you know if you run, you're a runner. At least that's how I feel about it. Um, but but what is it about the the BQ that is is a goal worth chasing down for uh, you know many years and continuing to work towards until you get there for you? Yeah, I just think uh, you know, I've I've over the years of course that I've that I've been trying and and not quite getting there, but I'll you know, I have so many friends and so many people that I've seen get that that joy of of being able to to put on the jacket and mm-hmm. travel to Boston and experience that. And I've told them like once I get to Boston like I don't care if I'm if I run a 5-hour marathon at Boston, that's icing on the cake, you know. I just want to I just want to be able to to to, to know that I'm capable of that, of, of, um, you know, pushing myself to that limit and, um, getting kind of the, I guess to me, the, the ultimate, at least for me, it's the ultimate trophy to some extent to be able to experience that and earn it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you, you stole my next question, but that's all right. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. Whenever I finally get to Boston, um, it, whatever, whatever the minimum or the, the most amount of time is, it's like six hours, right? So I'm going to be five, five fifty, five fifty five, Perfect. Just cruising, enjoying it, soaking it all in. Uh, no desire to be, to be fast on marathon Monday for me. Yep. I'm with you. If, if you BQ at Boston, I think you did, you it, did wrong, it wrong. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> unless, unless you're, 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 I hate to say it this way, but unless you're fast enough that you can BQ without trying, in which case you just kind of put the, you just cruise and BQ'd, which, you know, that's a whole nother level that I'm not at. But like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not racing Boston hard. We are, we are taking our time. We are grabbing a brat from the random dude on the, you know, that's, that's got the grill going at 10 AM um, and just, and just soaking it in. Yep. I'm with you on that, man. We, I, I knew that we had a lot of overlap from our, our social media interactions, but goodness gracious, we are, we are peas in the same pod here. I think today, um, as we're as we're getting close to to again, I, I know I said this a minute ago, getting kind of close to wrapping up. Um, but uh, you know, obviously we still got uh, several months from the time this goes out, five or six months, something like that, to to race day. Um, but but what's you know what's what's the plan, or or at least what's the loose plan in terms of of training um, to to get ready for CIM? And and well, I guess here better question: Have you traveled across the country for a race before? Uh, yeah. So my first marathon was San Diego rock and roll. That was the first. So, yep, I have done that. So I think that there's, you know, when it comes to to traveling for a race, um, you know, it can be a blessing and a curse. There's, there is some benefit of the home field advantage and sleeping in your bed, things like that. Now, if your home field advantage happens to be, you know, the Blue Ridge marathon, maybe it's not the best advantage for a BQ type situation. Um, but, but when it comes to traveling out to California for, for a goal race, for a, you know, BQ attempt, um, how concerned are you with, or are you concerned at all with it, with the travel aspect and, and just time zones and, and, and anything that, that, you know, kind of the, the variability that, that can, can bring to the equation? Uh, it is a factor. And I think it really kind of depends on the timing of it. Um, you know, if I give myself plenty of time to, if I fly there early enough and get acclimated for a couple of days, uh, I think I'll be in good shape. And, and that's the plan. And unfortunately I'm actually from Sacramento. So, mm-hmm. Uh, my parents and my siblings uh, all live there, so I'll be well taken care of when I go to Sacramento. So it won't be, you know, a hotel and uh, a lot of strangers. It'll be pretty much, um, you know, my mom will probably uh, coddle me and uh, all, yeah, everything I need. Yeah, mom will take care of it. So I'm going to feel pretty great before the race, so I think. It's, it's the home field advantage, but not being at home. That's, that's, that's a pretty good, you know, that, that's, that's a, a good needle to thread, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a recipe for success. I'm hoping so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, after you uh, punch punch that ticket and uh, and and you know 
get it, get to Boston. I don't know. Well, that, that, that is it, that doesn't line up time wise for next year, right? Like that would be trying to punch the ticket for, for 2025. Correct. Yep. 25 will be it. And, um, I just hit another age group. So, uh, there you, go. you got some extra yeah. time. I got, oh yeah, I'm up to 320 now, which Ooh, is really, it seems easy, but it's still not, you know, no. I, again, I fell two minutes short my last try and, uh, but it's really at my comfort level as far as pacing goes. I just have to have the wheels not fall off. Well, which I mean, isn't that's, that's, uh, everybody's situation when it comes to the marathon, however fast you, you happen to be, it's, you know, put yourself in position for the first 20 miles and then hope and pray for the last 10 K that everything stays, stays on course. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, certainly, like I said, looking forward to, to kind of following along and seeing how that shakes out and, and hopefully, uh, you know, cheering for you in, in Boston another year, a couple of years from, from now as we're recording this. But uh, as we're wrapping up today, Randy, i um, got to get you out of here with a philosophical question. That's kind of how we, we always close things up. Similar to the introductory question, open-ended, take it where you want to go. Um, but just be curious, you know, in, in, at this point in your life with, with uh, you know, the races you've run, dip your toes in the ultra waters a little bit, have some fun races on the calendar, chasing Boston. Um, why do you do it? Why, why is running still an important part of your life? Why is it something that uh, near as I can tell from our conversation that you're in no, no rush to uh, get rid of in your life? Why is, why is running still something that's, that's obviously as important to you as it is? Oh, that's a great question. And uh, you know, it, it, the truth of the matter is I just can't, I can't imagine my life without running. Truthfully. It's like breathing to me, you know, it's uh I don't know. There's something about lacing the shoes up and getting out uh, early in the morning and starting my day that way that it just, I don't know, it just feels right. And I just, uh, I don't know, it, it's such a part of who I am now and uh, that I just really, I'm going to do it as long as my legs will hold up. So I just don't, don't see it any other way. Can't see it any other way, honestly. Yeah. Once again, I'm right there, right there. feel like I'm right there with you on, on just about everything we've talked about today. So, um, by all means, my friend, keep on keeping on, keep making it part of your life. And y'all, if you enjoyed today's conversation, want to follow along with, with Randy uh, and, and some of the adventures that he's got planned and who knows what the, what the future holds in terms of other adventures, but I got a, I got a feeling, you know, there'll be some more adventures. So continue to follow along. Uh, Run, eat Ralph with that Ralph. That's, that's got a new, a new little ring to it. Now I like it. Run, eat Ralph on Instagram and on, on Twitter. Um, again, all one word, uh, run, eat Ralph.wordpress.com. If, if he decides to to get some blogging going again, you know, who knows? You never know. It's, there's always you know, social media, internets, all the things. Uh, but disruns.com slash 1158 will get you back to the show notes for today. Links to races, links to social medias, links to all the things as per usual. A couple photos in there as well. Uh, disruns.com slash 1158. So Randy, thanks for, uh, for making the time today. It was, it was, uh, a lot of fun to connect. And, and like I said, I kind of felt like we had some overlap, but I didn't realize that our Venn diagram is as close to a circle as it is. But um, thanks for making the time today. Certainly nothing but the best in, in CIM, but uh, appreciate the, the chance to chat. Looking forward to staying in touch and, and who knows, maybe doing this again at some point down the road, maybe after, after the beer mile that I pace you for, but don't participate in. Uh, but one way or the other, thanks for the time today, my friend, and, and nothing but the best to you going forward. Same to you. I really, truly enjoyed it. And uh, it was really a great time to get to know you. And yeah, I look forward to much more. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Randy and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your uh, takeaway du jour? Du jour. Um, for me, this, this is a little bit of a deep dive, maybe a little bit of a, of a hidden track type of takeaway. But I think that, that some of us, and maybe I've been guilty of this, certainly in the past I've been guilty of this, you know, Every, every race we sign up for, um, we want to race hard, right? We're looking for PRs. We're looking for pushing ourselves, pushing our limits, gauging our progress based on finish line time. Maybe that's you. Certainly that's been me in the past. And uh, there's, certain, there's just certain races where um, PRs just aren't going to happen. You know, at least if you've run, if you've run a handful of, of half marathons or marathons and you sign up for the Blue Ridge Marathon or the Blue Ridge Half, like probably not going to be a PR because of all the hills. And maybe it's, maybe it's a heat factor. Maybe it's a, you know, some type of nonsense fun, like maybe it's a Disney race where you're going to stop and take photos. The point being, or, or the, the takeaway being, you know, it is a good reminder talking with, with Randy and, and his joy that he has for the blue Ridge race. Um, and just, you know, the, the whole situation that is, I mean, it's a party The after the race, it's a party downtown. It's, it's a really cool vibe if you haven't been there before. 
But he, he's going to keep going back to that race, not because it's a PR course, not because it's a race where he just gets out there and hammers. I mean, sure, he might run pretty hard and finish age group-wise, but it's not a PR type of race, but it's a race that he enjoys. It's a race that's fun. Um, and, and that's my takeaway today is sometimes it's, it's not a bad idea to sign up for a race where the PR is not part of the equation. But it's, it's an experience. It's a good time. It's an it's a interesting course. It's a challenging course. Maybe it's a challenging setup, like, you know, run to the Krispy Kreme and eat a bunch of donuts and then try to run back. Um, you know, just, just finding races that aren't all about finish times and finishing faster. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Lord knows I still, you know, kind of get uh, excited about those type of challenges myself. But... The, the, the takeaway for me today is just, just that reminder that, you know, it's, it's not a quote unquote waste of money to sign up for a race when a PR is not even on the agenda. Like not even, not even a CD or Eagle isn't a PR. It's, it's, it's nowhere to be found. Um, but you can still have a great race. You can still challenge yourself in those races. And maybe most importantly, you can still have a whole heck of a lot of fun running, maybe not in the moment, maybe not when you're climbing up some of those mountains in Roanoke, but, uh, anyway, you can still have a lot of fun in a race where PR is not part of the equation. So that was my takeaway today. Maybe, maybe just maybe sign up for uh, a race or two that aren't as much about racing as they are about the other aspects of what's going on at the event. So I don't know, maybe, maybe that's, that was something that you got. Maybe I'm, I'm grasping at straws, probably the latter, but, uh, whatever. It's my takeaway. You know, I, I get to control what my takeaway is just like you get to control what your takeaway is. And uh, if you have a takeaway that you would love to share, I would love to hear it. Uh, let me know at Diz runs on Twitter at Diz runs on Instagram. Of course, you can also send an email to disruns at gmail.com, or you can head over to the show notes today. I got a couple of photos. Of course, we got links and all the things. And then down there, pass all the links in the photos on the write up for today's episode of the show notes is uh, the comment section. And you can get there at disruns.com slash one, one, five, eight, Disruns.com slash 1158 to leave your thoughts and feedbacks, comments, and takeaways to your little heart's content right there on the website. Uh, so with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, one last, you know, little little plea, I guess. Not of a, a sponsor type of situation, but just a, a reminder and a thanks to everybody, A, for listening, for you for listening. Uh, and, and if you've ever shared the show or promoted the show or told somebody about the show in the past, I appreciate that. And uh, if you'd be so kind as to maybe think about doing that at some point in the future, it doesn't have to be this episode, though it certainly could be. Um, but uh, anything you can do to spread the word is very much appreciated. And thank you to everybody who has retweeted something, tagged somebody in something. Um, that, that goes a long way, and I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Uh, with that, let's wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Randy and I with you today. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? There you go.